So everybody, welcome to the American podcast where diversity is our culture. And today, today, and tonight, today we have the beautiful Bayon, aka Persian <laughs> Skater. How's it going? Hi, I'm good. How are you? Oh, fancy meeting you here. It's been a while since I've seen you. Like two days? <laughs> like two days. <laughs> <laughs> so, Bayon, so people don't necessarily know who you are, so... How about you introduce yourself? My name is Bayan, and on Instagram, I go by Persian Skater. <laughs> um, I, what do you want to know about me? Well, what do you want people to know about you? She's the owner of Tadig. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've created a food vending company recently. I like to skate on the boardwalk daily. Um. I have a little puppy named Snow. He's what what kind of? It's Pomeranian. He's a Pomeranian. <laughs> <laughs> I was I always thought Snow was a girl <laughs> before I started hanging out with Snow. He's sassy like a girl. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so for you guys who don't know, I've known Byron for quite some time now, and she's like always so motivated. <laughs> like anything Byron does. Anything Bayan thinks about, Bayan will do. And I think that's why you're on this podcast today because we were thinking about, you know, like who to bring in that can actually give people like that, that motivation to, to get up out of their, get up off their ass and actually get things done. And you've gotten things done. <laughs> I mean, well, I'll be honest, when you first said you were going to start a, a food truck, Persian tacos, I was like, I don't know about that. <laughs> But now, but now you actually what you're 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 doing a lot of farmers markets. Um, I'm doing one farmers market style luncheon at a corporate center, and I also do a brew. I have a setup at a brewery. This one's going to be more consistent on Thursdays and Fridays. Yes, it's five thirty to nine. It's yeah, five thirty to nine at the Second Chance Brewery in North Park. Correct. It's a check, second chance, right? Second chance, very wow! You actually remember it. I remember that, yeah, because I had to remember it like seventeen times for the vlog. When I was vlogging it, I couldn't remember the name of the damn brewery, so I was like, second base, second, second, second field, outfield. But isn't that funny? It's actually a name that you don't remember, even though it's so easy to remember. Yeah, well, because well, I never get second chances. <laughs> <laughs> That was that was a fun night though. It was. It was a really good night. It was a good night. Um, and if you guys want to relive that, you guys can always watch it on my vlog. No, I'm not gonna try to push my vlog today because we're talking about Bayon. <laughs> anyway, so well, you should at least share the name. We're on the topic. Uh huh. You should share the name of your vlog. It's Rich Benares. Anybody watch it? Rich Benares. It's being a um whatever description box below or whatever. You you everybody watching this, you know me. It's on my vlog. But anyway, <laughs> so. Persian skater. When, when did you start actually roller skating or when did you fall in love with roller skating? Um, I started roller skating at the end of 2016. And it started because I had anxiety and I hadn't eaten anything for 15 days. For 15 days? <laughs> what did you weigh, like 95 pounds at that point? 87 it was bad i lost my appetite and i was nauseous and 
I couldn't figure out what it was. And I found out it was anxiety after 15 days. Three times I went to the ER until they finally told me that. And I came home. <laughs> you look confused. No, I'm just, I'm in <laughs> shock. 15 days. I, I couldn't eat like in 15 minutes. I'm like for 15 minutes. Yeah. I mean, you've seen me. I eat five, six times a day. Right. <laughs> yeah. It was bad. And I got prescribed Xanax from the ER. And I was just like, this doctor spent no more than 10 minutes with me. Like, why would she prescribe Xanax? This is such a hard drug. What, to get you out of the door? Right. And I was, I got home and I was, I was so pissed. I was crying. And at the time I was living with my aunt. My aunt's a pharmacist. So um, she was like, you know, she was like, what's wrong? Why are you crying? And I was like, well, they prescribed me Xanax and I don't want to be dependent on this drug for the rest of my life. And, and she was like, okay, she's like, calm down. I was like, how can I fix this, like this illness without Xanax? Like, what, what am I going to do? I was freaking out. And she was like, she's like, okay. She's like, tell me what happened. I was like, well, every morning at 5 a.m., exactly on the dot, I wake up, I'm nauseous. My entire body is like wet from sweating so much. And I run to the bathroom and I, I don't throw up or anything and I'm just, I'm fine. But I do this this for, until 11 a.m. I go back and forth between my bed because I'm just nauseous and I feel sick. Then after that, I'll be able to drink a little bit of water at least, but I still can't eat. And, and around nighttime, um, I can't sleep. It's just like a process, and it's been going on for 15 days. And she was like, okay. She was like, how about this? She was like, in the morning, as soon as you wake up, you run out the door. She's like, you don't brush your teeth. You don't change. You don't do anything. Wear whatever you want to wear the night before so that you can run out the door without changing. And she's like, don't worry about showering. Like, don't worry about anything. Just worry about running out the door and exercising, whatever exercise you want. And I was like... Well, I just got a pair of skates because her daughter, my cousin, um, had introduced me to skates. I just bought them and I couldn't even skate on them. So I hadn't worn them. <clears throat> and she was like, she's like, just do that. So that's what I did. I ran out the door. I got in my car. I drove to the boardwalk five in the morning, every single morning. And I just skated. I skated until like my body was exhausted and I would come home and I'd just indulge. I would just eat as much as I can because I was just so hungry. And I got my, like, appetite back. And driving there, and driving there, like, I was listening to my favorite music. I was dancing, so, like, my energy was coming back. I wasn't, like, depressed and sad or anything. I would get there and ocean breeze and, like, anybody who's out at 5 in the morning exercising has a smile on their face. So the most positive energy that you could find, like possibly find is probably like out around 5 a.m. anywhere you can exercise because it takes a type of mentality to wake up at five in the morning to exercise. Do you still do that now? <clears throat> I haven't been doing it lately, which actually I've been really sad lately. Oh, maybe it's time to get back on the boardwalk at 5 a.m. I know. <laughs> But yeah, that's what I did for, that's how I got into skating. That's what made me fall in love with it because it healed me. And slowly I just got better and better. And 
here we are three years later three years later and you're like blowing up on instagram i'm inspiring other people to skate too yeah, you're inspiring people to buy socks too because <laughs> 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 if you guys don't know buying is really that's like that's like her outfit or is it like i guess you're you're I guess your outfit, right? My costume. Your, I want to say I want to say costume, but I, how do you, how do you say it? Like that. That's like your trademark. There you go. Okay, that's trademark. your trademark. Is like the, the the high socks, and she gets a lot of a lot. And I've seen it. I've seen it. You guys, if you guys send her DMs <laughs> about socks, I've seen them all. I've seen them all. You nasty bastards. <laughs> I've seen them all. I'm like, hey, check this guy out. Like, whoa. But so from there how did you decide to parlay that into more of like a business model oh that didn't happen until recently i didn't that wasn't supposed to be a business um june of 2019 um i had or may may or june of 2019 i just I decided I wanted to like start filming some of my skating. So I started filming it and like um, Vince and I would go out and do photo shoots. <clears throat> and one night he invited me to a photo meetup and all of a sudden like, you know, 10 photographers took pictures of me at the same time. And it was just so much fun. So I started looking for more meetups and I found SD Photo Squad I started going to their meetups and then I had 40, 50 photographers taking pictures of me and everyone was sharing them. And then slowly people started like, you know, messaging me and telling me how I'm inspiring them and how they're excited and how they like my pictures and my content. So I just kept doing it. Yeah. And then it became this. It became this. But you know, you were, were you a life coach before that or? Um, I got my life coaching license in 2013. And I've always coached people throughout, you know, it's always been like a side business. Mm -hmm. um, I've, you know, I coached about maybe four or five clients at a time, like one-on-one -on -one coaching. Um, and I've done that with Get a Clue Coaching. I'm certified through them and I work with um, Jeff Klubeck and his team. So, yeah, that's what we did. Okay. Well, if you guys want to, when when's your next um life coaching event? It's actually gonna be here at Picture Flix uh -huh. Studios. Um, uh, it's gonna be in March. I have to look at my calendar to tell you exactly what date. Because I really enjoyed the last one, and if um, <clears throat> again, if you guys want to know all about her life coaching, you can check out the vlog. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, on, all my events are on your yeah, vlog. Yeah, all your events are on the vlog because I'm a number one, I'm the number one supporter. You really are. <laughs> we, we we come here and document. So you know when we're old and we can't get out of the couch and we want to look at what we're what we did in the past. We go like, oh, let's pull up Rich's vlogs. Really, and you get to see A to Z. <laughs> <laughs> but what 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 drives you though? Because I know it's a it's a different drive. Because I I look at it from a distance. I, sometimes I don't really say much, but then I see you more as like really goal driven and what, whatever you put like whatever goals you have, you actually do your very best to um, attain those goals. And like I, I'll, I'll have a goal. And then by the next, I'm like all ADD, but like three hours later, I'm like, Oh, I have another goal. And then maybe another goal. And then it just goes around. But you, I mean, 
who's I mean, who comes up with the fact that you want to start uh this 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 food business all of a sudden? <laughs> and and not only did you just decide to come up with it and in 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 the beginning we were just like kind of looking from the outside looking in we're like okay yeah we'll here to support and all of a sudden it was like bam here it is and that's <laughs> that's something i really admire though cuz that's not that's not something that i could possibly do well i mean you can i mean i can but i'm too lazy and you know, <laughs> i have like you know i have other things going on in my life and i have the vlogs <laughs> but i mean what 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 kind of mindset do you have that actually gets you from point A to point B? Okay. So the event's going to be on March 24th. Oh, yeah, March 24th. And it's going to be about <clears throat> how to move from trade for pictures as a photographer or if if you're doing free work at any, any kind of free work and you're trading as a you know makeup artist or anything like that, how do you move from that to actual paid work? So how to write a proposal to where people are going to start paying you for your work. Mm -hmm. um, so that's what that's going to be about. And to answer your question, I it's a pet peeve of mine when somebody promises me something and they don't deliver. So I look at wait, it. Wait, wait. Have I, have I promised you anything recently that I haven't delivered on? No, you actually haven't. Okay, good. <laughs> I, was, I was making sure. You, were, I, you know, I'm forgetful too. But anyway, go ahead. <laughs> And I, I look at it the same way with, with me, you know, if I'm going to tell all my friends that, you know, this is my cool idea and I get them excited, then I have to deliver, I have to show them that, like, I meant what I was going to do. And the same thing for me, like, if, if there is something that I want to do, we only get to live this life one time. So I better get started on doing it because I never know what's going to happen next. Um, what I didn't say earlier was I had a retinal detachment in 2017. And all of a sudden, because of my eye, that had nothing to do with a lot of things I thought before, but actually did. Like, because of my eye, I could no longer skate the way I used to skate. I could no longer drive the way I could drive. Um, was that after surgery or before? Both. Both? Um, cause I, I went blind in my right eye. Well, yeah. <clears throat> and, um, after surgery for a certain amount of time, I couldn't fly anymore. Cause of the pressure. Cause of the pressure. I couldn't, I couldn't go up Mount Soledad. Yes. That was too high up for me. And I realized that I don't get to always do the things that I want to do. So if I want to do something right now and I can do it, then I better get started with whatever resources I have right now. Because every year we tell ourselves like, oh, when I, when I become this, then I'll be able to do that. You know, when my children are over 18, I'm going to have more free time. When I quit my nine to five, I'm going to have more hours in the day to be able to work on this project. When this happens, I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. But realistically, if you look at it, you can look 10 years back and look at all of the ideas you've had, and all the reasons why you didn't do it, and you can still come up with new reasons why you still can't do it today. Right. That's a that's kind of interesting because that's like what I, I, I could actually probably do that. 
<laughs> Everybody can do that. I could even do that. There's, you know, I used to do gymnastics, and I could do a lot of different moves, and I thought I wasn't, like, good enough because I would compare myself to someone that was already doing a lot better. And I quit because I was like, I'm never going to be as good as that, as good as them. Now, like with my skating, I'm picking up yoga, which has, you know, the same thing, splits, back bends, this, that. And I realize I have to relearn what I already knew back then. And I'm steps behind because I gave up, you know, too mm-hmm. soon. And I stopped doing what I was like wanting to do. So how did I get off on this one, Rit? Oh, uh, <laughs> no, basically, because I asked like what drives, what, what drives you to go from A to Z. So basically, it's, it's just... One of those things where you're saying, hey, yo, I only live once. I have there's certain things that happen in my life that basically that can stop me from doing certain things. So I might as well do it now because ne- you never know what can happen next. Exactly. Oh, yeah. See, I don't know. I mean, I. I think about that a lot, too, sometimes, but I don't know. I don't know what it is, though, because like for me, I think about that, too. There's so many things that I can do. And I so, but then there's always something that just kind of gets in the way. And I, 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 don't know, I, I, can't, I, can't, I can't explain it. Maybe it's just me. Maybe just fear of failing or something that I have that causes me to not really do certain things. I mean, anything that you want to do, you're going to have to build the muscle for it. You're going to have to have small failures in the beginning and learn how to overcome them to have bigger failures later too. Yeah. <clears throat> Because failure won't kill you. It's not, I mean. It's going to make you stronger. It's going to make you learn how to handle something bigger that comes at you. Um, it's funny because a lot of people are like, oh, yeah, you know, I want, like, people want to become millionaires overnight. They would like to let, throw a product out there and just become a millionaire overnight. But they don't realize that they wouldn't be able to handle everything that comes with be- having that kind of money. Right. Um, I used to own an insurance agency, and in two weeks we lost $25,000. And I didn't know how to handle it. I didn't know how to recover from $25,000. And after I... Ooh, I keep hitting this. <laughs> after, I, after I recovered from that $25,000, now I could probably recover, you know, from $100,000, $200,000. Mm-hmm. And then, but let's not hope not. Let's hope you know you're not recovering from. I mean, you would ha- you have to with every business. You're gonna have failures. And you have to. It's gonna happen. You know, you're right. gonna lose money. You're gonna get money. You're gonna. It's gambling, strategically. <laughs> okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, I I, I get <laughs> told. But okay, so so let's not um let's move away from the whole the men- mental things because. <clears throat> I don't want to keep. I don't, don't want to keep telling you how mu- how much of a failure I am, but so with with this food business, it's called Tadig. And what exactly is Tadig for people that don't know what it is? Tadig is okay. So Tadig, it's a Persian taco, is what I named it. Uh, okay. <laughs> I created that. Tadig is literally translated to bottom of the pot um ta means bottom and dig means pot in farsi and when we make rice or spaghetti we usually let the rice or the spaghetti steam cook after 
we strain it. Like, okay, let me rewind. So first we boil the water, we throw it in there, and then we let it uh, cook in the boiling water, and then we strain it, and then we let it steam cook. When we throw it back in the pot to let it steam cook, we put oil at the bottom of the pot, so you get this steamed cooked consistency stuck to a fried bottom bottom like a crust like a crust yeah and you know the bottom of the pot is what like 12 inches maybe so Mm -hmm. like there's only so much tatting to go around the whole family so we always just get this little small piece and what tatty the tatty that i created is a full taco of that Things huge, by the way, guys. <laughs> Things like it's, it's a full meal. Yeah, it's a full you meal. basically get the bottom of the pot every time for every person. Wow! So, so <laughs> it really is. So you have to actually make a bottom of a pot. Like, how many dildos do you make? I, I mean, for one of your events or one night, let's say at Second Chance. Um, I normally make. I usually show up with about forty-five. I just started there, so about forty-five a night. Um, and then if we do catering events, then however many people, if they have 150 people, we're going to have 150 tattings for them. Um, there's an event coming up actually March 17th. That's a Persian New Year event. Yes. I plan on having at least 200 that night. That, that, that's the one over there by the, by the, not the, I was saying Riverwalk, but the oceanfront, right? Right by the, the cruise ships. Yes. That's my mom's birthday, by the way. Happy birthday, mom. But, uh, <laughs> but I won't be, I'll be celebrating. Happy birthday. With, I'll be celebrating with, <laughs> <laughs> at the Persian New Year. <laughs> at the Persian New Year of all things. What'd you do? Uh, I went to go meet my, my Tadig women. <laughs> what do you mean? The, you know, the women I like, the bottom of the pot. <laughs> <laughs> but um but you know that that, that um the vegetarian tadig it's oh my god it like people were loving that that night it's like the best thing ever i think what what is it is it mushrooms and then there's um eggplant yes there's portable mushrooms and there's eggplants and tomato paste is what it's made with um I made it vegetarian in the Persian culture. You'd actually have beef in there too. No, don't, don't put beef. No, in there. Keep it, keep, keep. everyone loves it the way it is. Yeah, I, I think so. it's it, it's almost like when you bite into it, it it's like the 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 mushroom and then the the eggplant like when it caramelizes and it's almost like a candy when it pops in your mouth. It's just like it's it's <laughs> it's, it's, it's semi orgasmic. <laughs> food gasm food gas i mean i'm serious guys you guys gotta you guys gotta try it so if you guys are in north park on a what thursday friday right thursday friday from 5 30 to 9 go to second chance and <laughs> try a todd dig even even though naomi says it's only three dollars it's actually nine dollars <laughs> did you watch the vlog she said three dollars <laughs> she's telling people yeah who, it, it's only for, it's only three dollars who does have three dollars go listen it's not three dollars then she walked around and she's like she looked at the little menu thing she's like oh it's not i must have read it wrong <laughs> i could have understand six but how do you get I three know, i don't know how she got three of it. There was a lot of shots going on before we even got there. <laughs> <laughs> and I swear, she was like, who, she was like, I'll bludgeon. And she's like, who doesn't have $3? I'm like, it's not $3. It's $9. <laughs> but it's, it's well worth it. I, I swear. 
It's a but full meal. It it is. Well, not well, yeah, kind of. I no, mean, I could probably eat two of those. You think so? Yeah, I could eat two of those. That's the other good. day I tried. I could only go one and a half, and the half well, made you, me fall asleep. Yeah, see, but if you can go one and a half, I can go two. That's true. I can go two. I can. I can, I can eat a full Chipotle burrito in one sitting. I don't. I don't never go to Chipotle. God, I don't. I'm not. I'd rather go to Taco Bell. <laughs> I'm not gonna say anything to that. <laughs> <laughs> but so I don't I don't know where we left off. I, I think we, we left off at this the whole the whole business aspects of 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 Tadig and how oh we, we left off about how wonderful and how delicious Oh the, yeah the vegetarian <laughs> the veggie. people were literally telling me that they're upset that they like the vegetarian more and that they're going to get the vegetarian. Why would they so be upset? I create, they're like, I'm a meat lover. I can't believe I like this one more, but I'm going to get it anyway. And I was like, I could do half and half. Do you want me to put half of each? No. And they're like, yeah. <laughs> Does it, well, I got to try that because I haven't tried it. But it, it half and half. No, I just wanted to. I'm thinking about turning them into smaller tacos and having two tacos instead of one big one. Well, can you just cut it and make yeah. it like like and plate it a certain way? Yeah. And I think I'm going to sell it as small tacos, too. So if someone just wants a smaller version of it, they can just have an appetizer version. Of so it. you can get like a, a small medium. So it could be more combo. like an actual taco because right now I feel like it's like a burrito. <laughs> it, 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 well it's about the size of a burrito yeah but it, it's it's oh my god that oh that vegetable. i'm getting hungry talking I'm, about I'm, I'm, I'm surprised you didn't bring any <laughs> <laughs> i mean you knew we were gonna talk about todd dig today I mean, like, <laughs> about a taste of, like you know hey if you haven't tried it guys look this is how it looks <laughs> if you want to go on my instagram eat Tadig. eat Tadig. <laughs> so hey so you want to tell that story uh <laughs> You yeah, know, you don't have to mention names, but no, I'm not gonna mention names. But somebody from Vegas that came down to San Diego was telling me that they thought that my Instagram name was Eat a Dick. <laughs> <laughs> Where can I try? So he goes, "Where can I try Eat a Dick?" And I'm like, "What?" And he was like, "Where can I try Eat a Dick?" And I'm like. I don't know what you're talking about. He's like, eat a dig. And I'm like, eat oh. tah dig. Oh, eat a dig. <laughs> but I was hearing it as other thing earlier. <laughs> well, that's what it sounds yeah. like. <laughs> hey, we're going to go eat a dig. <laughs> Yo, I'm going to take the family out to go eat a dig. <laughs> yeah. Oh man! So, again, let's remind the people that have just are, that are still tuned in, or or will be watching this this because the stream's gonna be up forever, or whatever. But um, <laughs> at the Second Chance Beer Company in um Point Loma, North sorry, Park. No, sorry, North Park. Now I can't even remember in North Park. Friday, Friday, Saturday, no, Thursdays Thursday. and Fridays oh, in North a- Park. Second Chance Brewery. Also, on this Saturday, we'll be at Phantom Hookah Lounge from 9.30 p.m. to 1.30 a.m. in downtown. Oh, downtown. Downtown, yes. And then um, also on Thursdays, Rancho Bernardo, um, Sony HQ. 
cue luncheon. So guys can kind of go to three different zip codes and try yes. this. And if you guys <laughs> and, and if you um if you guys are confused about where to go, it'll be on her Instagram. Right. Eat Tadig. Eat Tadig. <laughs> you can't unhear it, huh? No, no, no. But yeah, and if you um, or a Persian skater, I usually share on yes. both. And if you guys are doing nothing or have no plans on St. Patrick's Day, oh yeah. Um, or if you have plans, just cancel them because there's gonna be four thousand Persians partying. Yes, because there's nothing like partying. DJ Al will be DJing. Yes, because there's nothing like partying on St. Patrick's Day with a bunch of Persians. <laughs> <laughs> we party the best. Do you guys have green beer? I mean, I'm sure they should. I should hit up. Are you going to have green eat a dig? <laughs> yeah, it's called the green <laughs> one with meat in it. Or <laughs> you, 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 can you Can you put um, food coloring on the on the, on tade, the, on the tade, tade to make it green? So you have like the, the special green That's tade. That's not going to look night. attractive. But it's a special green tot dig for the night. Are you going to serve anything green? Try to come wearing green. Uh, but anyway, so what, <laughs> I, what, I, what I was going, what I was actually um, going to say is that if you have nothing to do on March 17th over there at the at the waterfront in um, by the cruise liners, you know, that little park where they normally have all the food tents. No, no, it's not the waterfront. It's not the waterfront. It's a little bit further left. Yeah, off. but it's it's that it's that area, right? It's right by the um where the horn blower is at, like right in front. Mm. It, it, it's a, it's that little park and it has like the little, um, that white picket fence. Is that the one? It is. Um, Embar- the Embarcadero. Embarcadero Marina Park. Yeah, it's at the Embarcadero Marina Park. 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. Tuesday, March 17th. A Tuesday? Tuesday, March 17th. Okay, Tuesday, March 17th. Um, if you have nothing to do, come visit Bayan at her booth. And also the SD Vlog Squad might be there so you can get autographs. <laughs> 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 we get photo ops of, you know, everybody. Uh, it's Tuesday, so Vince won't be there because he'll be working. <laughs> but he'll be, he'll be there in spirit. Um, but yeah, um, any, any anything anything else? That's it. Oh, that's it. So thank you for coming. Thanks for having me here. Yeah. And um, vegetarian. I'm going to get two vegetarians on March 17th. What's up, Nelson? I, I just had a question. I don't know if you guys gone over this because, you know, again, uh, adversity is, is the big thing for the for, um, oh, adversity for American. But I, I, I did <laughs> want to try to throw you a, a question to see if, if you've gone through any diversity in your life and, and how you got how you got through it. And how it's maybe defined you as a person now? Yes. Um, well, I moved here when I was nine. So I didn't know any English. From Iran? From Iran. Wow. Yeah. I. Uh, no English. Zero. No English. On the airplane, I learned apple juice and orange juice. Because I kept ordering oh, it on my 23-hour flight. Apple juice? <laughs> and I didn't know hi and bye. I only knew hello and goodbye. And this is like... like or like this is 1999. 1999. Yeah, November of 1999. Wow. I moved to Kansas for the first year. Kansas? Kansas. Kansas wow. Yeah. Kansas City, Kansas? Kansas City, Kansas. Wow. 
<laughs> Not even Kansas City, Missouri. Kansas City, Kansas. Mm. Wow. Wow. Okay, and then and then so as far as diversity so goes. So when I f- so you can imagine you know, nine year old who doesn't speak English that just came from Iran that goes to Kansas and how <laughs> yeah. it'd be one thing if you came to San Diego I'd be like, Okay, another Not even like like, yeah. like and LA then, or Glendale or something, like yeah. a little bit more. Yeah, so definitely a lot of teasing and a lot of like um arguments and like children's stuff you know yeah, a lot of frustration frustration yeah. like um a lot of bullying like it was not it was not a fun year in yeah. school and then we moved to san diego year after and um SD. yeah and, well first it was temecula and then san diego but same uh, yeah yeah I, I call it i claim it was all the same I claim still yeah so yeah. it was um there was a lot of, and here's one fun fact about a lot of Persian female that have gone through this is we're very hairy children, like both male and female, but female get to struggle with it a lot more yes. because within our culture, like until we hit puberty or until we hit a certain age that our parents would allow us to like become more attractive by getting rid of this hair um it's a whole process and it goes like almost until middle of high school sometimes depending on the parent yes past high school sometimes even so and i i know this because i lived in a in a very predominantly armenian um um neighborhood or or in glendale and there's a lot of persians and a lot of you know and yeah it was like they don't then all but all of a sudden though they hit high school and you're like, oh, wait, wait a second. Yeah, so, so, a whole new person, right? Yeah, yeah. That's like, wow. So, like, I was never the attractive girl in the classroom that was getting hit on. I was never, like, the one that a guy had a crush on. Like, so you shaved. <laughs> Until, <laughs> shaved. That what it was? <laughs> Until I got like laser hair there. removal. <laughs> it was God for good. <laughs> wow. Well, okay, so how old were you when you first shaved your legs? Um, I was in high school. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I was in high school. I would say junior high. Like a lot of my friends. Junior were in high junior or junior high school? High. Yeah. Like like ninth grade. Like a lot of my friends were like ninth, ninth grade. Ninth grade is high school. Well, no, for for us in Glendale, it was like junior high. Oh, okay. Because it was it was like seven, seven, eight, nine. Okay. And 10, 11, That's 12. how I was in Kansas, and then here, yeah. San Diego, it's nine, ten, eleven. Today was like, like oh, wait, but yeah. wait a second. I mean, just because. You're not just talking about shaving your legs. You're talking about like, Most like time. waxing your eyebrows yes. and oh, like waxing your you upper. See every yeah. Day. Yeah. yeah, the the unibrow, everything. Yeah, you're talking about all of that. Frida type stuff. Yeah. And like you can imagine, like with you know another like thirteen year old and thirteen year old teens like dealing with mean this. As hell. Yeah, yeah I'm so mean. mean. That's that's the worst age right there. Mini age. Wow, this, you know this this part of the clip will be on our highlights. I'm just gonna <laughs> clip it out and I'll we'll put it like on the highlights reel. <laughs> Bayon's hairy hairy struggle. <laughs> hairy confession. It's funny because now everyone's like, "Oh my god, I love how much hair you have, and I love your curly hair." And you're like, "Can no. I touch it?" And I'm like, "You don't know what I had to go through to, to have this at this age." <laughs> right, right. Well, and it, it, it's still to to this day. I mean, you know, like affects you. No, 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 no. 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 Like, like Persian kids, like maybe no, to still, this day, they're dealing with that. Yeah. If if they're coming 
from Iran and coming here, but not like when they were. I mean, when they're in Iran, they're covered. Well, well, when you have kids, I mean, I'm not having kids. Okay, no, but I'm saying if you you did have kids, there's no if. Okay, your your nieces and nephews. What age can you approve them shaving? Oh my god, I would love them to do it in elementary school because it's just so. Yeah, it's it's so hard on these kids, like because you're 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 dealing with. You're already dealing with all the other things that go on with school, but now you have this extra thing that you could easily get rid of and not deal with. It is seriously mental trauma. Let me tell you, like, my mom, (laughs) my mom wouldn't let me shave, right? So once, like, I had my underarm hair, and I was like, dude, I'm not dealing with that. So she was like, let's get this cream that, like, removes your hair. (laughs) And she burned my (laughs) underarm. The first time that I tried to get rid of this hair. But it it, was so worth it, right? No, she burned it. And I was screaming and crying because she left it on for too long. Nair. That's what that thing was called. And she... She, like, burned me, right? Then she's like, okay, okay, I'm sorry. She takes a razor and tries to freaking shave it. And, and it's so all tender. And she had to call my school and, like, call me out sick because I was at home like this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Like. <laughs> oh, my God. Traumatizing right there. Yeah, it's wow. traumatizing. Wow. Let you? your poor kids shave. <laughs> right. Well, okay, so now you're in San Diego, and so at that point, do you feel accepted? And yes, because your you English shaved. is probably a lot better. You shaved. <laughs> it's only been a year. Well, so that too. English, and then, <laughs> like, here's another thing. Like, I feel like going through a lot of different. Like, I've moved a lot. I've moved from San Diego to Vegas. I moved from Iran to Kansas to Temecula to San Diego, and you always get to, like you always have to meet new people when you when you move, obviously, and you get. You, when people don't know you, they'll judge you faster than somebody who's known you for a while. And if you have a group of friends, like, it's funny that we were talking about the Filipino magazine today because when I moved to San Diego, my biggest struggle was fitting in with the Filipino community because it was so big in my middle school. But, like, literally, like, I had people churn, like, their their lunches around, like, you're not welcome because you're See, not your Filipino. Your people just scarred her. You hear that? Like, my people, your people. <laughs> I'm dark. I'm not Filipino. Remember? I Like, I'm something else. I'm <laughs> <dark>. <laughs> so, like, so I feel like, and then, like, now when I'm skating, it's funny. I've had people come and, like, take a video of me not because they enjoyed my skating but because they're trying to make fun of the fact that i'm dancing in a persian style or whatever you think that they're making fun of you I don't oh no no, so. no i've seen them like really? i've literally like i've it's such a show seeing you do that i, I don't know but you That's don't crazy. like because i go to the um <coughs> i go to the boardwalk so it's you know it's people that are visiting from different countries yes. from different okay so we're not states. talking about like some san diego natives or anything i'm not sure I'm not sure who they were, but I've also skated at the skating rink where, you know, you have 16-year-olds. You have young, you have, when you have younger kids who don't know, like, yeah. I mean, it happens. They, they're they not familiar with different. it when to it, appreciate you're different, it. Yeah. If they see something different, they will make fun of it and well, yeah, well, make them feel better. That's yeah. a terrible thing. Well, maybe one of these days you'll teach me how to skate. but like i feel like when you like when you can overcome it over and over and over again that you don't care what people think and you just keep doing whatever you want to do to make you make yourself happy so at this point yeah your skin (laughs) has got to be pretty thick yeah 
Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Lion well, has gone through a lot of adversity. It, yeah. It, it sure sounds like it. I yeah. So. I mean, and it continues. Like I, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I, I you know for me I I didn't I've never really saw a whole lot of racism or anything like any funny business until I joined the Navy and I went around and I kind of felt it. But in San Diego, I, I've told people this before. I don't ever feel it in 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 a in any kind of way, really. But I don't know. Do you feel that? Um, well, yeah. not, not anymore because I don't care. But <laughs> I mean, yeah, are you you deal with it more depending on like 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 when I was younger, I was dealing with it a lot more than I am now. I feel like now I'm not stuck in high school with a bunch of other high schoolers. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and I feel like the younger people are, the more uneducated they are about all the different cultures. Like in college, I have taken a lot of courses that have to do with different cultures and learning about different cultures. So, you know, it's um, like today when I, I didn't know what Pinoy was, so I looked it up, you know. And you grew up with a bunch of Filipino people. That didn't let me join <laughs> their group. <laughs> I had to go. How Filipinos you hang out with now? Look at that. A lot. A lot. A lot. A lot. Crazy? And I know how to make lumpia. Oh, <laughs> lumpia. Persian lumpia. Yeah. Ooh. Per- Persian lumpia. Coming at you. Roll that up into <clears throat> lumpia. But yeah. That's cool. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm glad uh, you've gotten through it. I'm glad your skin is thick, and I'm glad you are in San Diego and not <laughs> some of those other places you mentioned. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just, just, just if you know. I mean, just think about it. She came to the U.S. like just like covered, bundled kid <laughs> that hairy only knew kid. Apple, and then and then she disrobed and was a little hairy. You know, I grew. You know, I was born with a full head of hair, born? like like out of my mouth. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah. She, she blossomed out of the womb. She blossomed. That's crazy. Well, that happens with a lot of kids, and then it falls off, and then you can't do hair. Yeah. But <laughs> I was one of those. It's like the, it's like the baby hairs, and then they yeah. bit. Yeah. Well, was, <laughs> we got to find pictures of Vian when she was younger. I know. And post the it right ones, there. Yeah, the right here. Right here. Right here. No, because the way you're making it seem like you're really thinking of like Teen Wolf or something crazy, like really hairy. But you're just talking about just no. The, but it, it's you. You really do stand out. You do stand you, out. You stand out. I mean, coming from that world and 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 knowing friends that were like that, you do you do stand out, and it's like. You know, you, you do your best to try to hide it and it just it makes it even worse. Yeah. And it just you, 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 you do stand out. And do you still stand out at this point? I mean, even after shaving, after dressing the way everyone else dresses, do you still feel like you stand out? I mean, it depends where I'm at. Um, and it depends. It really depends on how I'm going to face it. Yeah, I do stand out when I go out to um, the car shows and it's all Mexicans. It's funny because a lot of people think I'm Mexican until I start dancing my Persian style and then I definitely stand out. Everyone's just like, what is she doing? Right. And so they want to hear what kind of music I'm listening to. But that's what I'm saying. Once you've dealt with it so many times, then you just take that standing out and you run with it and you become confident with it. And you don't really care about the opinions of the few that are making fun of you or whatever, you know what I mean? Right. Or talking negative about you. You're always going to have people that are going to judge you in a negative way, and you're going to have a lot of people that appreciate what you're doing. But, like, you just have to figure out how to not focus on the negative and just keep focusing on the positive. Yeah. 
it's right. a, it's a lot easier when you're <clears throat> older too. Because I mean, I remember high school, junior high school. It's like that was a time when you're everybody's so ignorant, and you yourself, you're pretty ignorant. You're my, you know, myself, yeah. I was probably. But it was one of those times when you really wanted to be like Life. welcomed or belong to something. But yet everybody's so ignorant. You guys kind of. But it's like sometimes like it's weird that most of the people that I wasn't really like. Okay, I'm gonna tell you the story. <laughs> I have this friend, and and we're we're cool now. But he used to bully me in, in junior high school. And then we kind of then we, then we kind of got older and we started joined, like playing sports together. And he doesn't seem to remember all that. He doesn't seem to remember all that. He Wait, was it not just not his personality? I know some people are just in their personality. No, no, no. Like he physically he physically at one point like pinned me down. Oh, right. Wow. Until until I, I kind of lifted weights and I got bigger and we kind of even playing field. But he, he doesn't. He, I mean, you know, it, it's one of those where. You know, it's it's where you're you're uh, you know I was the awkward new kid in school and I was I was like super skinny I weigh, I weigh like 110 pounds like in 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 ninth grade 115 at the most and you know it's when when it's it's that time when you really want to belong but yeah it's a time when everybody's just so like ignorant in in everything else around them they they they, they have these little clicks and that's why it's like you know all my friends they were you know they 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 just come here from you know, um, Iran, Iraq, you know, Afghanistan. And it was like, that was like the hotbed, like the L, like the Glendale area. That it was like a lot of. So we should have traded places. I know. You guys like you should have gone to my places. middle school while I went to your middle school. Yeah. Right. Uh, she was you know, hanging out with all the Filipinos. You were hanging out with all the Persians. You know, but what's crazy though, she said, she says that all the, all the Mexican guys think that she's Mexican at right. the car shows. I thought, because I, I came from LA to Glendale. Right. I thought all the Armenians or all the, all, all the, um, uh, the Middle Easterners, because you know some of them were Persian. I thought they were all Mexicans. <laughs> I didn't, because I didn't know who they were. I thought they were all Mexicans. Some of them looked like cholos and shit. And I'm like, y'all Mexican? Nah, man, we're 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 from Armenia, or you know, we're from we're from Iran. I'm like, my you know, my girlfriend's from Afghanistan. I'm like, no, I haven't even I haven't even heard of these places. You know, I knew about Iran and Iraq, but well, now you've been to all these places. Afghanistan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well, I don't know. I've never heard of it. Yeah, it's so interesting when you don't know where a place is or ever met someone from a place. It blows your mind. I, I, I came from the... Lithuania was the newest one I heard. Really? Just recently? Lithuania, yeah. Lithuania. And you yeah. just met someone from there? I know a few people from there. Oh, yeah. 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 Like Sharunic Marcellonis, you know, the basketball player? Lithuania. Oh, Lugus, yeah. Lugus, um, Yugoslavia, Lithuania, I think. Yeah, that's how poor shit. I was in fourth grade and uh, I lived here first and then I went to the Philippines for like two years and I came back and I was in school it was in it was like in San Diego, like in the middle, like I don't know, central San Diego, if you guys are all familiar. Sarah? And that well, around there. Yeah. Sarah Mesa. Yeah. So if you know where that is. Um and I remember uh my fourth grade class, every, like there were a lot of Mexican, white, there were some Afghani, um, and they were like, What are you? <laughs> they all knew what each other were. And I'm just coming into the class and I'm like, I'm Filipino. And they're like, What's that? And I'm like, Ooh. Ooh. So it's a place in the Philippines. What's that? Like, ooh, I, I can't even answer any more questions. Let's go to lunch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so uncomfortable when you can't answer questions. I mean, you barely know how to answer any kind of question when you're that little, and you're asking me all these deep questions. I don't know how to answer. I just I know the answer, but you you don't know. You can't connect with the answer. It was it was tough. So yeah, I, I feel where you're coming from, Bayan. Thank you. Yeah, but that I did know English. Huh? So I did know English though. Yeah, I, I did not. When did you? How long did it take you to learn English? Six months. 
Oh, psh, wow. six months? That's it? But that, that's six months with a pretty thick accent still, right? I never had an accent. You, the, you really? No. Wow. Your accent would stick with you. If you have it in the beginning, you're going to continue having no, it. No, I had a pretty thick accent when I, was, when I came from the Philippines because it came when I was eight. You got a thick accent. Yeah, it was it was weird. It was like the. And if I had an accent, I don't know. I don't think I've ever had an accent. It's like the Filipino accent. It's <laughs> like a little tone, you know, like a little things that you say, like yeah. that. Yeah, it's like that. It's very fun. But you know what they did? They put me in an English class and a math. My math was at their eighth grade level, or sixth grade level, or something like that. Oh yeah, sixth grade level because that's where elementary schools end. My math was at their sixth grade level. But my English and all that was not there. And I didn't they didn't want to put me in like history classes, but I was in third grade at the time. So <laughs> you should be an engineer, it sounds like. <laughs> yeah. No, my my they but I the feel math like was up. I f- now it's not. Now I'm horrible at math. But <laughs> but in Iran they teach you like a lot faster. So I already knew like I was like way past division and these guys were still at multiplication. Like it was wow. like way yeah. And so they had me in a sixth grade math class. And then they had me in a Spanish class, and then they had me in my ESL class for my English. <laughs> <laughs> like, like they put you in a, in, a, in a Spanish class, but yet an ESL, so you learn English. So I would come home and be like, "Mom, what's gato mean?" Gato. <laughs> <laughs> so you and door. your mom are, sp- are learning English at the same time. Yeah. Ah, oh, uh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, and it's then my aunt was like, "That's not English," and I was like, "Yeah, it's in my English paperwork." <laughs> she was like. Why are you learning Spanish? <laughs> <laughs> Did you learn all the bad words in English first? No, I was nine. <laughs> I remember I said stupid one time because I was trying to be cute and like say stop it with like, like, like stupid. Like, I don't know. And my aunt was like, don't ever say that word. And I'm like, what? She's like stupid is a bad word. <laughs> That's what level I was at. <laughs> See, that's how young she is. She's definitely not saying any real bad words. <laughs> No. Yeah, so Brian should have moved to Glendale. Yep. yep. Ne- next time, if anybody watching this, if you guys are planning to move from Iran, <laughs> move to Glendale. Yeah, don't go to San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> right. don't, don't go to don't go to Kansas. Right. Yeah, well, you Kansas. could go to El Cajon. In El Cajon, I think there's that's Arabic. That's Arabic. <laughs> Oops, never mind. That's yeah. Shukran. That's different. Yeah, you gotta go to Westwood, LA, or something. Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, I know, I know some Arabic, but I can't say it because, uh, you know. Assalamu alaikum. Huh? <laughs> Assalamu alaikum. No, no. Sh- no, no I'm not well, thank it. you for sharing all your stories yes. there. I think <laughs> we are wrapped for now. Bayan, Persian Skater, where can everyone find you? Uh, on Instagram, Persian Skater. <laughs> is, it, is it just Instagram or do you have anything else? Do you have like. Instagram is my primary contact right now. Right. And then I know that's your brand, so you should probably start. Getting it all around on all platforms probably is ideal. And an eat a dig. I mean, <laughs> eat a dig. Yeah, don't eat get that. Ta dig. Eat a dig. Eat a dig. Anyway, thank you for watching the American podcast and are listening. Yes. Uh, where diversity is our culture. And uh, we'll see you next time. Right. See ya. Have a good Bye-bye. one. Thank you. Ta dig. Ta dig.